So, uh, yeah, buddy, today it is an interesting episode. Today I wanted to talk about uh, something that happened to me last week. Uh, I had just really finished scrubbing my tub. You know, I'd really put the, the smack down on my tub. I wanted to sparkle. You know, normally I, I wipe the tub down after I, you know, after I get a shower, but I don't really get in there all the time. I do it like maybe twice a month, right? You know, every two weeks I get in there and give a good scrub down, scrub down. Uh, the other day I was feeling like really like, you know, assertive and aggressive and I wanted to really get those, get that tub shining and gleaming. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I shine the tub up and I get in there, you know, right away to take a shower and sure enough, I almost bugged my, oh man, I almost ate it. <laughs> I was like immediately flashed back to that one moment when I uh, fell on the ice back in 2011 and dislocated my ankle and broke my heel, which, like, you can't really break your heel. They said, the doctor said you can only break your heels if, if you fall, like, from a six-story building. So I really fell. And, oh, not to mention, I had a mild concussion and I uh, had a, a fracture in my tibia. Or fibula, excuse me, not my tibia, that's hardcore. <laughs> the tibia is the shin bone, and if you're breaking that, you really fell. But like I said, I broke my heel, so that was a pretty hard fall in itself. So anyways, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about, dude, like, oh, that would have been terrible. And I was thinking about why people fall and, like, what it is that, like, prevents us uh, from, you know, uh, keeping our balance. Well, I was thinking more so on, like, that initial moment when you slam your foot in the floor to, like, stop yourself from, like, sliding, right? I mean, once that doesn't happen, that's when it's a wrap. But, like, once you, like, you know what I'm saying, when you kind of feel yourself losing that balance and you, like, bam, slam your foot in the floor so you don't, like, fall, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. So I was thinking about that motion, and I was thinking about, like, what do we use that would be lacking a lot in a lot of people and why they would fall, especially older people? And I was thinking about this, and it's the glutes and the hamstrings. If you have not so strong glutes and hamstring, you probably have, well, well, it could be other reasons why. But I would say that would increase your your, uh, probability of, like, going from that initial motion of, like, oh, I'm going to fall, to actually falling. As opposed to going from that initial motion of, like, oh, I'm going to fall, to, like, oh, I got it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about exactly uh, how we can get that stronger, how, what, what my philosophy or what my uh, height, like a little bit of an extension of that hypothesis. We're going to go a little bit more in depth in how I can, why I can explain why it is your, your glutes and hamstrings that have uh, a major role in your balance. And we will also talk about some exercises that you can do to improve that. So anyways, uh, before we get this episode underway, you know, I really would appreciate it. It would mean so much to me if you would share this episode. Share it anywhere you can, whether it's on Spotify, on iTunes, or uh, Google Play, or wherever you're listening to this. I'd really appreciate it. I'm trying to get on the, the other platforms a little bit more and uh, search around, see what, my, uh, what the audience is talking about out there. I really appreciate you all. So 
uh, I'll, I'll try to get back to you as much as I can uh, when I see the messages and say, hey, you know, I really appreciate it. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Episode number... Uh, well, damn, what episode is this? <laughs> I totally forgot what episode this is. Is this episode number 234? Uh, it is. It is episode number 234. All right, let's get episode number 234 underway. Ham Strong. Lego! All right. Yeah, buddy. So today is a, like a little different episode. Uh, I don't like to normally do this, but sometimes I, you know, I just get it in. So um, today what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm going straight through. Normally what I do to record the episodes, I, I record the episode first and then I'll give you the intro and the conclusion later on based on what I talked about in the, in the actual episode. You know, I like to kind of give myself the layout, give myself some time to kind of think it out. But sometimes I just go off the top of my head and just give you what I know. You know, sometimes it's better that way because uh, I just don't think too much and, and I don't get too in-depth and I don't get overwhelmed by like all the details that are swirling around in my mind when it comes to trying to give you the best content. So, you know, I like to play around with my approach, see what feels better. Sometimes it is better uh, to have the episode where it's just, you know, where it's uh, me recording the episode first and then giving you the, uh, the intro and conclusion later based on the summary. But sometimes, as I said, as I now I, I think with this episode, it's going to be good because uh, I really want to talk about a personal experience that happened. Uh, I want to talk about, you know, transition of movements, like, you know, start and stop. I was thinking about that. Uh, obviously, I was talking about falling in the tub. Also, I was thinking about uh, I haven't really had good transitions lately. Uh, last week, I tried to say I was going to have a good uh, start to the week so far we haven't really uh it's tuesday and i'm recording my first episode it's just i really don't have any excuse except for i was kind of tired from my workout yesterday and when it came to the end of the day i just couldn't do it but you know excuses excuses you got to make it happen right so today i'm going to make it happen i'm going to give you a quick little episode uh we're going to give it to you uh as, as raw as possible i'm not going to really edit it at all just give you the what's on the top of my brain and uh, put it right onto the airwaves, and uh, we'll try even better when, on, on Wednesday, and just keep it going from there, you know? That's uh, the only way you can win, right? Just be authentic, just be yourself. So anyways, look, this is what we're talking about today. We're talking about hamstring and glute strength, and why it's important. So look, so back in the day, 2011, I totally jacked myself up. I fell onto some ice, I broke my heel, broke my leg, dislocated my ankle, and got a uh, concu- concu- uh, mild concussion. And I knew I had a mild concussion because looking back at it, obviously, you know, I was in shock, but looking back at it, like, uh, for the whole day after that, I was in, like, doing some really weird stuff. Like, for instance, I tried to, like, I didn't get any pills. Like, uh, they, they gave me medication for, like, uh, um, and the swelling or anything, but they didn't want to give me any pills at, at the time being because I don't know why. But anyways... Oh, I know why, because like the medications that they wanted to give me, they, I had to get like a, from a pharmacy or something like that. So anyways, uh, they just gave me something for the swelling, and I tried to literally like walk out of the hospital. Like I was like, I knew I had a concussion. I was like in my, uh, you know, I was like trying to, yeah, anyways. So um, I was thinking about like the reason why a lot of people fall, and this, might, this may, may or may not have been the reason why I failed back in the day, but I was thinking about this. And I was thinking about like um, 
what most people's weaknesses are overall and um, how most people fall. Most people, when they fall, they fall on their butt. You know, they fall backwards. Uh, it's not very often uh, that you fall forward. When you fall forward, for the most part, that they call that like you, you, you must have tripped or something. Like you might stumble, stumble over something. But if you like lose your balance, normally you fall. I think uh, you would fall backwards. That's what, most, what happens for most people. Uh, so the most important thing you want to do, if you think about you're falling backwards, you got to think about those muscles that are responsible for like stopping you and starting you from going backwards. Because most of the time we're moving forward, right? If you, most of the time you're moving forward, you'd have to say that the muscles that are going to work you, that are going to you know prevent you from moving forward, would be or start you moving forward would be your hamstrings and your glutes. So. You think about this because, uh, you know, those people that, are proje- that propel themselves forward, you know, like you think about it, if you're propelling yourself forward, that is the opposite of going backwards. The stronger you can go forward, the counteractive backwards force, the stronger those muscles have to be. So someone that can like really launch themselves forward most likely have really strong um, backwards muscles, right? <laughs> Duh. So you would have a, a strong hamstring to quad ratio, uh, maybe it might be like, you know, one to one, which mo- which would be very unlikely. Uh, but uh, that would be what would help you help propel you forward, you know. Uh, uh, obviously, you know, the quads do take take uh, some precedence and stuff like that. But we're just talking about, for instance, you preventing yourself from falling from going backwards. So um, if you have ham- strong hamstrings and glutes, you can imagine that you're not going to fall down like on ice or showers and stuff like that because of the fact that the thing that is going to stop you is the thing that's going to try to move you forward or push you forward, which is going to be your heel, right? And I have an analogy that I w- like want to think I want you to consider. So if you're you know you're kind of thinking like Jerry, I don't understand like you're talking about pushing forward and backward and stuff like that. We'll just think about it this way. <clears throat> think about your heel. Like how often you use your heel to stop? Not very often. Most of the time you use like your toes, balls, your feet, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. The only time you use your heel to stop is like in an absolute emergency, you know? So you can think about your body as like a car. When you use your heel to stop in an absolute emergency, that's like your emergency brake. So you can imagine your heels as an emergency brake or as like maybe those old school drum brakes, right? You know, I don't know if you know how drum brakes work, but they're the opposite of how disc brakes work. And disc brakes are pads. As you know, pads are also on the bottom of your feet. So it's very similar to how, you know, your body's mechanics work. For most of your stopping, you're going to use the balls of your feet because most of the time you're going forward. You're going to use the pads of your feet because most of the time you're going forward. Most of the time you're going forward in your car, so you're going to use the pads. In emergencies, when you're going forward, you're going to use your emergency brake, which is your heel. And when you're going backwards, I guess you're not really using your emergency brake to stop. But if you're going backwards, the emergency brake is normally located in the back, so you would stop a whole heck of a lot faster with your emergency brake if you're going backwards than, you're, than if you were going uh, forward. So it's just something to consider, you know, like, uh, you know, you're going to use most of the time you're going to use your, the, the pads of your feet or the balls of your feet to stop. But in dire emergencies, you're going to use the emergency brake, a.k.a. your heel. 
And what activates your heel? Well, your calf muscle, of course. And what's attached to your calf muscle? Well, we all know it's all connected. We could play this game all day. It's calf muscle, the hamstring, the glute. And it kind of stops there a little bit because it starts, you know, having other things uh, that, that, that work in slightly different ways. But for the most part, uh, you can think about the chain being head, calf, hamstrings, and glutes. So if you want to prevent yourself or someone, maybe you're a trainer, and you want to prevent your client, or maybe you want to uh, prevent your grandma or grandma, or grandma or grandma, or you want to prevent your grandma or grandpa, or, you know, older relative in general, uh, you want to prevent them from injuring themselves, well, then you want to make sure that they're getting their hamstrings and uh, glutes activated and strong. And so uh, we're going to talk about that in the conclusion. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to give you a little commercial break to give you that idea. Actually, we won't give you the commercial break today. We're just going to go right into it, all right? So uh, just give me a brief moment. I'm going to grab myself a water break, and uh, you can listen to the uh, conclusion in just a brief moment. Yo, buddy. Yeah, so let's go ahead and finish this off a little conclusion. We'll get a couple exercises, and we'll get on out of here. Like I said, it's getting late, and I got stuff to do, and you got stuff to do, and I still haven't eaten dinner. I don't know if I'm going to eat dinner tonight. Sometimes this is how it goes. I get home late, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll just have a little snacky snack, you know, like a little dab of peanut butter just to make so my stomach's not, like, burning when I wake up in the morning. So anyways, uh, today uh, we'll finish this off with a little bit of a few exercises that you can do on your own to make your exercise routine or make your uh, your probability of injury from fall a little bit less. So anyways, let's talk about it. Hamstring exercise. One good hamstring exercise is called a bridge. I like to call them hip presses. Essentially what you're doing is you're laying on your back. Put your feet on the floor. That's the bottom of your shoes. That are going to have those on the floor. And you're just going to lift your hips up. Now the thing with this exercise is a lot of people like to activate their lower back. I can actually run this one. I was thinking about, am I going to have to be able to kind of describe this one? Yeah, I can describe it verbally. What happens is that a lot of people, they activate their back. You like, you arch your back. And uh, the first thing that, that happens is that you start arching your back to lift your lower back up off the ground. What you want to think about is you want to actually push your lower back down into the floor. All right, so you're going to push your lower back down to the floor. Use your abs to do that, right? You think about you're doing a crunch. And then while you're doing that crunch, you're trying to lift your hips up off the ground. That's how you activate your hamstrings. So a lot of people, they do it where they activate their lower back first. And I understand that because, like, you know, it's easier that way, right? But And maybe you just never thought about it doing the other way. I know I actually, when I first learned how to do hip presses, I probably for about the first five, six years, and I'm a trainer, uh, <laughs> you know, the first five or six years, I was doing it, like, the wrong way. Probably even longer than that, to be honest with you. So, like, it's okay if you're not doing it uh, the, the way that you, you know, there is no right way or wrong way to do things. There's just more effective ways, right? So if you're trying, if we're working on your hamstrings, yeah, then you what you want to do is you want to push your lower back down so you can kind of deactivate your lower back just so it's not uh, pushing you up, and you just uh, lift your hips up off the ground as high as you can. So push down lower back, push up with your hips. Anyways, that's one exercise. Another good exercise you can do is uh, literally just uh, touch your toes. If you can straight leg touch your toes, that's a good sign. That means that you have some good 
mobility in your hamstrings. And that's really what you're looking for. You're trying to make sure that you get your leg as long as you can. You know, that's what you want to really do is have a, a, a mobile and flexible hamstring. If you can touch your toes straight-legged, you're doing okay. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, Jerry, I've never been able to touch your, my toes. And I'm pretty sure that is not the case. I have yet, and it might be, I might be completely off, but I have yet to see a baby that can't touch its toes. Have you? I don't know. I don't know if babies exist that can't touch their toes. I'm sure at one point in time you were able to touch your toes, and at one point in time some things happened in your life, and you just decided not to be able to touch your toes anymore. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, feel free to keep on touching those toes there, buddy. That's uh, how life works, you know, so you should be able to touch your toes. And so uh, that will also help you to have some, like I said, some feel, some mobility, some flexibility. Yeah, the more you can have some awareness, that's really what I'm talking about here. The more you can have awareness in your body, the better off you are. The more you can feel, whether it's emotionally or physically, uh, the better off you are. And a lot of people, because they sit on their duff all day, and, and that is what it is. I sit on my duff too. I got a business to run. And most of my business running has to be from a computer or at least me sitting still and typing of some uh, some sort, you know, because it's really hard to type and walk without getting yourself running. And I've tried it. Yeah, I've run into uh, a couple things, so I kind of put gave that up. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, I digress. Uh, the thing is that a lot, you know, you have to make sure that you have your hamstrings uh, strong. Uh, so, another good exercise or stretch uh, uh, for your hamstrings and glutes would be a uh, what's called, I call them dirty dogs, right? I call them dirty dogs because you're lifting your knee up to the side like a dog that is, uh, you know, doing his business. Some people call them fire hydrants. I'm sure you probably heard them called fire hydrants. What you want to do with that is very simple. When you lift your knee up, you want to make sure that you lift, you're lifting your knee up uh, by extending your leg away from your hip. A lot of people I see just lift their knee up and they let it drop down. So, like, you know, you're getting, I guess you're getting something out of it. I mean, look, any, at the end of the day, if you're moving your body, you're doing better than not moving your body, right? But if you want to be, like, most people want to be as effective and efficient as possible with their time. And that's what I'm trying to help you do. I'm trying to be, help you understand what you could be doing in your exercise routine. If you're not coming to me, uh, you can check this out and uh, you can, you know, do a little bit better and understand a little bit more why you're doing it, Right? And we'll talk about mindset because it's my podcast. <laughs> so anyways, look, you want to reach that knee as far away from your body as possible. You want to reach it up as high as you can. You want to control it as you reach up so it's not like you're just throwing it up there. Because when you throw it up there, a lot of times what you're going to end up using is your, you're going to end up using your lower back. Because what happens is you're going to be swinging your, your knee up, right? I mean, even if you're not going fast, right? If you're not controlling it, you're going to use your, you're going to use your hip. Excuse me, you're gonna use your lower back to lift that knee up to the side. And that's just like, you know, it's just how it is. It's how it works. And you also have to be aware that you are keeping your heel and knee in the same plane. So I see a lot of people when they lift their knee up to the side, they bend their knee a little bit more, right? So, like, say for instance, when you lift your knee up to the side, your heel starts coming closer to your hamstring. You want to keep that heel like directly underneath your knee the whole way, right? Or like if you draw a straight line straight back from your knee, it should hit your, the, the middle of your ankle. You know what I'm saying? Rather than like you draw a line straight back and like, you know, there's just space. <laughs> yeah, so uh, also...
a good glute exercise would be like mule kicks. And uh, mule kicks, you also want to focus on trying to be controlled. So a uh, mule kick is essentially you're on your hands and knees, kind of like your dirty dogs. And you just bring your leg back behind you. Yeah, just bring it straight back behind you. Lift it up, bring it up as high as you can. Try not to arch your back. Again, when you arch your back, when you start getting your back moving around, that means you're not engaging your hamstring. Now, that's great that you can move your back and stuff like that. We want you to have a strong back, but that's not the point of these exercises. The point is to strengthen your glutes and hamstrings and have you understand how your glutes and hamstrings work uh, individually from your, your lower back. Because a lot of people kind of use their lower back, hamstrings, and glutes as one unit when it should be like three different things working. You know, they all do different things. That's why you don't use a steak knife to cut bread and you don't use a bread knife to or a butter knife to cut steak. I mean, sometimes you can make a steak where you can cook. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> so, look, uh, that is, those are the ways that you can en- uh, engage your glutes, hamstrings, and uh, that is also how you can uh, have a little bit of flexibility. Like I said, it's not about being super strong. Obviously, you want to be strong, but if you have awareness and how to use it, you know, I've talked about this many times. I, I like my guy, Bruce Lee. The guy was like 135 pounds. He could punch a hole in a wall. And it's because he knew how to use his body. It was, he had an awareness of what everything was going on from his thoughts to his actual uh, movements uh, to his, you know, his macro movements to, you know, what he was doing in life, you know? So if you can have a firm grasp of uh, the uh, the micro movements, you know, the very small movements, the initial parts of actual movement, then that gives you an insight on how everything else works. And then eventually, I think uh, you get stronger. But a lot of people just, unfortunately, just don't have an awareness. And I, I totally understand because we live in a, a society nowadays where you got to get a million things done. And unfortunately, uh, you don't get a, the opportunity to like really spend time with yourself because a lot of times uh, it's frustrating and frustration built on top of like being frustrated with everyday life is tough to deal with, right? Like being frustrated with something that is like yours, yours, right? Like being, it's tough to be frustrated with your body. Nobody wants to be frustrated with their body because it's like yours, right? You know, like everything else is not really yours. So I can see how it's easy to like want to neglect your body or want to just not pay attention to it because, you know, there's a lot of other things going on in the world that are that you can uh, you can look at, right? But at the end of the day, the most important thing to look at is yourself because the stronger you are, the more you can fix everything else in, in the world in the, in the right way. So keep that in mind and uh, keep stretching, keep getting stronger, keep moving. All right, so that does it for my day. I really appreciate you listening whenever you're listening, whenever it be, whether it be morning, afternoon, or evening. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope you're having a good one. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And as always, keep good company.